0: I knew some but I didn't know it all podcast. I'm your host, Shane Gucci. Hey, Welcome back to the I knew some, but I didn't know it all podcast. This is my uh, airsoft segment. I knew some about airsoft. And today I have with me NEPA Airsoft. Don,
1: how you doing tonight? Hey, doing awesome, man. Thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Sure. So um, I wanted to ask you a few questions. And uh, so we're talking before the recording here. And so you're running a little airsoft field at, you know, on your property and I'm kind of doing the same thing. Um, But like I said, I'm playing with all close friends and family. And uh, when we get everyone together, we have a group of like 10 people, you know, and that's really fun. But if we could get that up to like 20 people, you know, that would be really cool. But how do I get close with 10 more people that I know won't sue me? <laughs>
1: well, here's, here's the thing on that. Okay. I'll give you a little background on what I got. Um, back in early 2008, my squad leader uh, said to me, you know, we were losing, we had a whole bunch of fields in the area that were closing and we didn't have like a legitimate place to play. And I said, I got 6.4 acres. I'm not using in the back. We'll start setting an airsoft field up there. And it was like open to everybody. I, you know, I had all these guys come up, different people, whatever, at different ages. And I, I, I said, geez, I'd really like to get somebody at least 16 or older, but if they come with a parent or something, I don't have a problem like that. So I had decided that even though like I'm letting all these people in there, I was going to come up with a waiver. And I had a lawyer friend of mine that sort of like gave me some hints on it. And I, I put something together that basically says my name, the landowner, stuff like that. And I had these people sign it, but I made it so it was only, if they signed one, they were good for the year. It actually specified this is good from January 1st, the year to December 31st, the year. So they only had to fill out one and they were always good. A couple years, like two years, I would say, two and a half years into it, a gentleman came out, and he brought his stepson. And he said, "Oh, he's 16. Sign the waiver for him. Mm-hmm. We're playing. Kid had a great time. Getting he's running right into people, getting shot. And at the time, like most of the people were only wearing goggles, nobody's wearing helmets, nobody's wearing gloves. You know, he's running around on a t-shirt. You know, he's got welts all over him, got little <laughs> marks on his face. Well, I guess he goes home." The stepfather drops drops him off. The mother takes one look at him, calls me on the phone, gets my number from somebody else, calls me on the phone, is threatening to sue me.
0: Ridiculous!
1: He did not have permission to come on your come on your property and play this game. I didn't want want him to do this. Da, da, da. She, she said he's only fourteen. The stepfather had told me he was sixteen. Mm-hmm. I calm the lady down. I talked to her. I said, I didn't realize this. I said, I'm sorry about that. I said, it's, it's a contact sport. You know, your husband took responsibility. He didn't have the right, you know, okay. I understand that, but I didn't know that. And he took the responsibility and I did calm her down. He
0: signed the waiver.
1: Yeah. see, <laughs> of it is a minor signing a waiver means nothing, mm-hmm. not a minor in my state, if you're under 18, you sign something, it's not legally binding.
0: Even if your guardian signs it?
1: No. Wow. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but this is what I was told. <coughs> so if you're 18 or older, you're legally responsible for yourself. Okay, you can sign stuff, and you're you're legally responsible when you're signed for stuff. So I decided that that from that point on, everybody that had to be 18-plus – yeah, on the field, and every time somebody came out, they had to sign a waiver. Okay. okay, and if somebody came out there and I didn't think they were eighteen, I would ask for ID. Yeah, and then one guy came out when he was seventeen, and he wasn't going to be eighteen for like nine months. And I said, "I'm sorry, I can't let you on here." He got mad, and his buddies that were with him got mad, and I'm like. You told me it was 18. He's not 18. I said, so you're lying, first of all. And second of all, I can't let him on the field. Yeah, man. Now everybody knows that you have to be 18 plus to get on the field. And the reason that I do the waivers all the time is if, let's say, a guy has been coming to the field for like three years or even a year or, like, or maybe a year and a half, and he's signing waivers all the time. Mm-hmm. And he gets hurt and he decides to sue you. You have a record of him signing yeah. to assume the responsibility for that time frame. That'll help for you. So a look judge will say, "Well, he signed it 9 times and the 10th time he heard him sign up, and now he's going to sue you. He assumed that responsibility for like the 10 times that he came out or 9 times he came out before." Yeah. It would not mean anything. That's just me, you know, being a little bit, because I've actually had the experience of someone saying they're going to sue me. Yeah. If you want to get it open for other people,
0: I don't yeah. want like strangers coming, you know, I want to like be, at least be acquainted with them, but uh, you know, you never know exactly like, you know, that guy seemed cool. He was cool with his son getting shot oh. or stepson, but here comes for Karen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you now that's the thing of it is like most, like the teams that I, I let come on the, on the field, I've known a lot of these guys for like, going on 20 years, yeah. you know, and there's actually two teams that come out on a regular basis. There's one team that sort of just dried up and went away after, you know, during COVID that was the end of them. Mm-hmm. The and there was this other group that had a field that the landowner, they, they ruined it on himself and bang, slam, he closed the place down. They, they can't have air off there. So that team went away. So there's actually, only like two solid teams that come out on a regular basis there. And like I said, I know these people. The one guy's only got like about eight members, but the other team's got about 20-some 20, 20 people on oh, it. Oh, wow. So when they come out, it's a gang. Yeah. And, you know, they all know that like Don's a hard ass. Here's my rules. Don't break them or, you, or get the hell out. So Damn straight, it. yeah. Now, as someone that wants to start a field, I just had a conversation with another guy. And I said, the waivers sound like a bit of a pain in the ass, but a general waiver, even if you only want to do it once per year, that at least gives you some kind of fallback. Yeah. Hurts himself. Second thing is like start a rule set that might sound restrictive, but if you don't have a rule set and you, then you try to get one later on, yeah, yeah, yeah. people will be like bucking against it. This guy, you know, he, he said, Oh yeah, we let everybody come on. We didn't chrono. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. And he said, Oh, a couple guys got shot. One guy lost a tooth. And I said, okay. I said, first of all, set up FPS drill limit, mm-hmm. set a rate of fire limit or no full auto, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I said, set your safety procedures, no safety glasses, no mesh goggles, face lower face protection if you want for people younger kids whatever you want if you set Mm -hmm. it and it might sound restrictive to some people but i don't give a shit (laughs) you know they'll say hey this is a cool place to come out and play yeah but you got to make sure you got barrel coverage you got to make sure you have this and make sure you have that and every rule that i've come up with is a response to an issue that i saw come up on the field
0: so now I I do run it basically how, you know, both of the two fields I I go to. You know, I do a nice good safety briefing before we start. Um mm-hmm. we don't do barrel bags just because, you know, we're all close friends and you know, we're all pretty uh gun safe anyway. We all grew up with real guns and we treat them like real guns when we're not actually shooting each other with them. You know, so like well, before, we, you know, we always take our mags out to clear it and then put the safeties on, put the guns down. Then we can take our masks off, you know. Um, but if I, you know, I would start doing barrel bags if, uh, you know, any other people join.
1: If you have a random person come there and one, I did not have uh, barrel bags until last year. Okay. And the reason for it is a guy come... And he, he didn't follow my procedure. He took the mag out, but he didn't clear the barrel. Mm-hmm. And he left it on a semi. And he mm-hmm. put the gun down and put his finger on the trigger as he laid down. And it shoot, shot across the way. And it just missed the guy by inches his face. And I'm like, I grabbed the gun right away. And I shot it a couple of times at the ground, put it on safe. And it's like that day, I actually got a bunch of barrel bags. And yeah. I said, now everybody's going to have them. <laughs> And when people would come there and they didn't have one, I said, here, I got them for five bucks. Yeah. Yours.
0: Yeah. You yep. know
1: how many people still have those ones I sold people. <laughs> All it takes is one guy to get shot in the staging area without eye protection on. And You're you know fucked. you can, a cuddle heel, a bruise will heal, even a broken bone or whatever, but you only got two eyes and man, you do not want to lose one of them. So no, thank you. <laughs> see, that's the thing. You know, if you're doing a safety briefing and you have a rule set, customize your rules as you see what's going on. If you yeah. go there and you see a lot of people taking their masks off on the field, bang, that's the first Boom. thing you say. Yeah. to have got to have eye protection on the field at all times, no matter what. Yep. Okay? One of the rules that I, I'm afraid I had to create Was no physical confrontations Yeah Both parties are rejected I actually had to do it because I had a guy come there And he got physical with another guy And the other guy had been there for a long time This guy just got pissed off Because he said he was getting overshot Full auto Well even though the guy that was there Had been at the field for a long time He had to leave too Anybody involved in the physical altercation Both people have to leave Yeah Okay now, the other guy, he never wanted to come back. The other guy, though, that I knew, he said, oh, I'm so sorry, Donna. won't let it happen again. This and, I, you know, I said, hey, if it does, you'll never come back again. Yeah. But, see, I, then I had to create a rule that no physical confrontations. Both parties would be ejected. Bang. Nothing ever happens anymore. And from that, the next issue I had was people were saying they were getting overshot full auto. It is sort of a small area. Mm-hmm. All that I have. So I said semi-only. That's it. Yeah. Yep. And I said, we do have a, a rule that if you're a sniper, you got a hundred foot engagement. And if you yep. got engaged, somebody you have to have a pistol. Yep. Or a secondary of some kind. But ever since I went to the semi-auto rule, everybody's having a good time. And yeah, man. I, the, the reasoning that everybody has no problem with it is every event we've gone to, like in the last year or so, has been semi-only. Yep. Only yep. LMGs ha- can go full auto and none mm-hmm. of us really run an LMG so I'll, like we're all shooting semi only so
0: yeah my uh my field is uh, LMGs can go full auto in like 2 3 second bursts and then they have to wait like a second or two in between and then uh the the field I go down south of me uh if you have a you know one jewel or under uh SMG you can go full auto so I think that's kind of okay. cool, but man, I got first, first game of the day, man, uh, dude, like 15 feet away from me. We both popped up from buildings across from each other and he, you know, he could full auto and he, and, uh, I have like a little teeny gap in between my goggles and my mask right here. boom, <laughs> oh, man, hit right there. And I, man, I'll tell you, my nose was bleeding and <laughs>
1: no, I, I see that. Like two of the local organizations, well, the games recently were run by this place, a company called Otherworld Milsim. They had an SMG rule like that, that Mm -hmm. you could shoot full auto. Well, I guess they abused it. These guys were coming there and running like three sixes and an SMG, even though it was only supposed to be shooting like maybe I think it was supposed to be 1.5 joules or something under or no under. Under one one point something like that, but it was supposed to be like three hundred fps with two fives. Yeah, yeah. And these guys were on chrono, but you know they're shooting thirty five rounds a second with like three sixes in the gun.
0: Yeah, I think there is like a rate of fire limit on it too.
1: Yeah, so they they (laughs) just got rid of it. They got that out of the rule set. They know a lot of people got upset, but I'm like, I didn't. Don't. They all their games now are class based, meaning that you are semi-only unless you're uh, an LMG. uh, and it has to be a known LMG, not an M4 to box. Yep. And you know, your LMGs have a 75 foot engagement distance, Mm -hmm. minimum engagement distance, your snipers and DMRs have a hundred foot engagement distance. Mm -hmm. You have to have a secondary. I like rule sets like that. You know, I do too. (laughs) It's not really a problem. And no binary triggers, you know, yeah, no. and they still do the 35 rounds a second, which I think is still a little bit high, but <laughs> that's just me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't even like, it's cool and all like, if, if, if you're going to use it for, you know, semi semi, that's really yeah. sweet. Cause you can get the hair trigger and you can almost, you yeah. know, full auto in semi, but you know, it's at more of a realistic rate of fire, uh, you know, like eight to 10 rounds a second, like a real gun. And I have a, a Tipman HPA gas blowback and I have it, I have it tuned down. Like, I'm, I don't know exactly how many rounds per second, but it's, it's between like, like eight, eight and 12. So it's like, duh, 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 and it's, it's so cool, man. It's not like, more
1: like enjoyable though. When it's that so
0: I'm much more it. enjoyable. It's not like, like, oh, duh, 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 it's, that's so fucking cool. Well, I was,
1: I had the, the, my 30 caliber is an FN, FM- Thirty.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, it's based on a 1917 slash 1919 build of a, 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 30, a 30 caliber, mm-hmm. and yeah, the, F- the FN uh, 30 uh, 1917 model shot 600 rounds per second, per minute. I'm For, per yeah, per minute the, per minute, which per minute. is 10 rounds per second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the 1919 version really beefed it up. They went to 660 rounds per minute, which is 11 rounds per second. <laughs> so I set mine to be 11 rounds per second, and I put a, an amplifier on the front of it. Oh, so man, that's that cool. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I have mine set for the last game. You know, they said, oh, yeah, LMGs can go 1.85 joules. And I'm like, I had mine set at 1.25 joules. I'm, I'm like under, four hundred under with two O's, way under. And I had set for 11 rounds per second, and I still had – Tons of kills that day. I said yeah, I'm a blast with it. And then I hear the guy across the way open up all with these thirty five rounds a second. And and I I said he had like half his box mag, and I don't think he got a single kill. He's just he's <laughs> going everybody's diving. Mine, I'm chunking along at people, and they're running at me, and they're like eh, I'm getting hit. I'm getting hit. So you know, it's all about the hop up. Get the yeah, shoot the BB out nice and flat trajectory out there. If people don't call the hit, hey, they're not gonna call the hit. I you know
0: keep shooting at them. Okay. <laughs> That's
1: what one guy said to me. There was a story we had where we went to this one event and the one guy's got an M4, and I happen to be there with my uh, M fourteen and He's, he's sitting there, and he throws the mag down to the ground. I said, what's the matter, AJ? He said, that guy way over there, he's not calling his hits. I said, are you hitting him? He said, watch. And he blazes away with a mag at him, and it's just covering, you know, and the guy's diving out of the way, and you can see him jerking and this and that. Uh, I said, you're aiming at the wrong spots. He said, what are you talking about? I said, wait, got the M14 with the little four-power scope on it. yeah. I'm aiming at the uh, as his thighs <laughs> yeah. one in his thigh and I every time I shoot I shoot twice I double tap pop, pop. so I bump up and I seen him jerk around and I said, okay, that's one shot him again that's two. I said <laughs> okay, now we're moving down to more painful areas yeah, yeah. shooting the groin you know I don't want to do that, but I aimed for the for his like thought uh Inner inner and the thigh. thighs, you know, or the caps. Oh, uh, the he bone in the front. I think I oh, shot him four shin. times and he quick put up his hand like that. He's waving his hands, waving Bastard. his hands. Like, you know, I, I think a total of I shot him eight times to get him to call it. But I'm like, you shoot in somebody's plate carrier, maybe they don't feel it. You sh- maybe you shoot at a boonie hat or something that fluffs off, it'll happen.
0: Yep, yep. If you
1: get meat, if you get a thigh, or if you get a, a calf muscle or the, you know, that's going to, they're going to feel that right you're off
0: Feeling the that. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: like I hear that all the time when someone says, I oh, I shot like a three mags at him and he didn't call us hit. I said, are you still trying to hit him in the plate carrier? Like, <laughs> aim at something else. Don't yep. aim at the same body part.
0: <laughs> but I also like what you said. Are you sure you're hitting him? Because yep. I've played games where, uh, well, really just one game. Uh, the guys' BBs were landing probably 10, 10 feet. Maybe sometimes they get a little bit closer than that. Like they just, they're just dropping, and he's screaming, God! And like he was, so, like he was upset. And like we hollered to him, like, dude, like your BBs are dropping in front of us. Like you, like legit have not hit us. Like, like he was a grown man just throwing the fucking fit. Like I don't. Like, aren't you, aren't you, are you going to airsoft to have fun? Like,
1: well, I always so, tell people that too. I said, it's a game. <laughs> I said, if you're not having fun, maybe you shouldn't be playing this game. Go Just, sit down. We we shoot a little plastic BB with air. You know, a butterfly can fart and a BB will fly off to the side. You know, Come and, on. So and people shooting through brush at people. They always assume, oh, I'm, I'm like hitting this guy. He's not calling us it. Well, you could be hitting the brush and not even getting the guy. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen that, too, where the guy is shooting at me, and they're falling like in front of me, and I'll stand up, and I'll like put my arms out, and I'm like, come on, hit me. And, he, <laughs> you, and you see him start to raise the gun. <laughs> right yeah. That's what's fun. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not uh, I, I'm sorry if I'm interrupting you. Oh, but no, no,
0: no, no. I, do, I, do I was at, time, a game I at
1: a a field called CNC Airsoft down in New Jersey. Okay, and it was um, it was uh, a operation bureau and it was basically ro- robots that were like uh, you know you couldn't kill. Anyway, there was young, these young kids were there, and they're up on this ridge line, and you know I come on people, and I think okay, and this was only like two forty nine at the time. And I just blaze away at them. And then I realize they're a bunch of young kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm
1: like, okay. And my buddy off to the side of me, he says, oh, they're not even reaching us. I, I said, they're not. He said, yeah, they, they can't even reach us with their weapons. I said, okay. So I took two steps forward and I shot a little bit and I waited for them to look. And then they like look over and then they start shooting at I me. Mean, the BBs are getting closer to me. I take two more steps and I shoot again a little bit at them and I stop. And the one kid went over the log a little bit, and he shot, 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 and one BB hit me. And I went, uh, "It!" You could hear them hollering, "I got the guy with the big gun! I got the guy with the big gun!" <laughs> I think I made their day. Yeah, like, man. I didn't mind walking back to spawn for that. That that was fine. I liked that. That was a lot of fun. Man, but, see
0: those those are some of the best moments too. You know, like how like some like when you get like a really good kill like that, like how good you feel, like don't get fucking pissed off when you get shot. Like I understand there's a natural like anger reaction to pain. If you get shot somewhere where it fucking stings, you're like, you know, you you might get a little angry for a second, but don't get angry at the person. Like you should be happy for them that they got you out. You know, they're experiencing joy.
1: Be angry at yourself that you didn't have good cover. (laughs)
0: Exactly. You made a dumb move.
1: (laughs) I I don't know if you want to like circle back to the field stuff. If you have yes, any yeah. questions about but, like, I know I'm like going off tangent on all these oh, different man, no,
0: things. I, that's what I love. That's what I love about this show, man. Like just talk about anything. It's great. It's
1: fun. Well, the, thing, um, the thing of it is like, if you have like this close family, of, like 10 people, okay, uh-huh. maybe one of the family members knows two guys that might be interested in it. Mm-hmm. And then he brings them out. And then you find out, oh, they're cool guys. This is great. You know, whatever. Then they find two guys. And then eventually you'll get a, like people will start hearing about, hey, man, I hear this. This field is like pretty cool. Like, How can I get an invite out there? Well, I can bring like five guys come out there and you'll see right away if the idiots come there. Don't ever, don't ever invite them back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, no, yeah, right yeah. away. Somebody's gonna be. Well, one of the rules was always don't be a dick. Yeah, <laughs> man. This be the first rule. Don't be a dick. Every and man, obviously,
0: money. like I don't want to charge any money. You know, like I just want people to come play airsoft with me. You know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, so like, just, it, like can I could I can write my own waiver? Like, do I have to take that somewhere to get like notarized or something? Like.
1: No, I'll tell you what. I can send you one as an example. Uh-huh. and then You can edit it or whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah like the lawyer you, said say. to me,
1: he said, it's going to help in a court case. Yeah, yeah. We'll get it thrown out. Okay. He Now, he, he gave me the advice that if you do these all the time and you get a, a progression of them, then that'll help. Mm-hmm. And he said, having the 18 plus and they sign one every time, you know that helps a little bit, okay. But you are resu- it, when you think about it, you are assuming responsibility having the land, letting the people come play out yeah. there. Yeah, all right. But they also assume the responsibility. It is a contact sport; mm-hmm. they are going to get shot. Long as they're wearing the proper safety equipment and they don't fudge the rules, mm-hmm. that's another thing too. If you have a documented set of rules. That helps, too. You have a safety briefing you said you did. These are all positive things that when, like, if something would happen, you say, well, he signed a waiver. I told him the safety rules. He didn't follow the safety rules. That's what happened. Yeah. Okay? It'll help. Okay. It'll still be a pain in the ass that you got to go to court and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, it's going to help in the long run. Yeah, yeah but you'll filter out guys right away. You you have a guy come out there and I've had people come out and I'll tell the guy that brought him. I was like, don't bring him back next time. Yeah. Yeah. Or I only had to throw one guy off the field who was getting nasty. Okay. He was like the guy you said, getting all bent out of shape that people aren't calling their hits. And I'm like, you're shooting through heavy brush. These guys are down behind cover. You're not even hitting them. You think your rifle is like a real steel shooting, you know, uh, like a point eight, a point B. No, that don't work (laughs) like that. All all you got to do is get some wind and that BB's going 30 feet. And he didn't, he didn't do that. He was very angry and everything like that. And I said, I think you should take your stuff and leave. I said, you're not having a good time. You're making other people feel uncomfortable. I don't want you here. (laughs) I got all pissed off. And I'm like, Hey. Get in your car and go. And I think it's, that's it's the other
0: be benefit kind of, okay. of not charging any money. It's like, hey, you know, I'd let you come here and play. So get the fuck that's out.
1: <laughs> a, that's another positive thing too. If you start charging money for something, that's for a business, and they, yeah, then it have to you be know, that's another can of worms. So, yeah. like me, I don't charge people either. And like I, I spent a ton of money over the years putting buildings, <laughs> <Yeah. and> structures, <laughs> and shit like that. And what's happened recently is a lot of people donate. They'll give me a donation.
0: That's really cool.
1: Like, you know, if uh, the one guy had a conversation with me that he he has uh, an opportunity to uh, use land of a guy that's close to him. And the guy said, the guy wants to charge me 50 bucks a month to use the property. And I said, well, how many times a month do you play? Oh, every other week. So that's twice a week. Or twice a month. month. He said, yeah, $50 every month. He said, that's going to get real expensive. So I was telling him the same thing. Have a waiver, get a signed agreement from this guy that you can use the land. uh, And then the waiver, have his name on there, your name on there. And get, like I said, get a waiver signed. And then ask the people for a donation to play there. So he has these guys, give him five bucks. And he's got about 12, 14 people come out. You know, so he has enough to cover the cost that he has to pay this guy. And then he puts the money back into anything he wants to buy for the field. Another yeah. thing was the guy wanted him to build nothing on the field. He said, uh-huh. no permanent structures, no nothing. I told the guy to get a garbage can, make sure you get all the trash off there. You don't need mm-hmm. no bottles, CO2 mm-hmm. cartridges, explosive mm-hmm. grenade shells, whatever, smoke grenades. I said, clean up when you're done. I said, all the landowner needs to see is that it's a mess. And that's it. You'll lose the land. And I said, the last thing you want to do, if you want a structure, get some paracord, some tarps, find some trees, put the paracord between the trees, double up a tarp over it, tie the bottoms off. You got a a, a, a fantastic barricade. And say, take them down. And even if you don't take them down, they're a temporary structure. They're not hurting the trees. You're not putting screws in. You're not yeah. putting tires and laying them out there or screwing pallets fast to a tree. That's I'm a
0: so glad I'm idea. not the only one that came up with this idea. <laughs> we started hanging up tarps in my woods last year and uh, my dad thought I was crazy. But I was like, I am not paying for plywood at this at this price nowadays. Like. Here's,
1: so, here's something to think about that I found. Now, I had all, I had at the time, 22 wooden buildings I built uh-huh. all, all plywood and everything like that. But this is years ago when plywood, you could build an eight by an eight by eight building for like bucks. <laughs> about a hundred bucks. So what I did is I put a framework up and I put all nine mil or higher tarps on them because a nine mil, 10 mil or whatever, nine or above mil tarp will stop a baby okay now if you buy like the cheap ones from like harbor freight if you buy one that says nine mil and if you buy one that's like a five mil if you double one of them up yeah that's 10 mil then you're fine but like if you're just hanging on five mil tarp up that bb goes right through and it's the guy behind the tarp
0: (laughs) okay cool because i that's why that's why uh you know i took your advice on that i got a bunch of harbor freight tarps they're supposed to be seven mil but uh you know i doubled them up like you said, and
1: hopefully yeah, the they're gonna hold. will slow the BB down to the point that it'll still go through, but it'll lose a lot of velocity. The five mil is just like shooting through paper. Three mil is for, forget it. It's like <laughs> nothing. Uh, now a double up three mil won't do you nothing. It'll still go through it.
0: Okay. Yeah. A Double
1: up five or, or, or anything like that, or a seven, like you bought mm-hmm. a seven. That'll, that'll, that'll be fantastic. That'll stop <laughs> the first, the first layer, might let it go through a little bit, but if the hmm. second one is tight to it, it'll never go through all the way. Awesome. And, you know, paracord is cheap. It doesn't hurt the trees if you hook it to it and you just tie off the bottom so they don't flap too much in yep. the wind. And it is a temporary structure that you can even move at a later yeah. end to other set of trees.
0: Yes, exactly. I, That's what I like about it because it's like, you know, then we won't have like a stagnant field, you know, because I did build a few like three little permanent structures and, uh, you know, we're already tired of them.
1: <laughs> well, see, that's what I found too. It, when I made like, I, we call it the compound. It's like the structure where all the little buildings are in. Mm-hmm. I put tarp lines between everything so we can add tarps or take them down. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, okay. I see like, uh, like the lines, but tarp lines. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I, I saw this, that a guy had built one of these buildings It's an eight by eight square with outriggers eight feet out from each side. Okay. And any side that has a window on it has a four foot wall uh, outrigger. Any side that has a door has an eight foot wall outrigger. So that when you come out of the door, you're not instantly getting shot. If there was a four foot wall, there's an eight foot tarp wall in front of you. So each building has four of those outriggers on it. And if you have buildings close enough, you can almost make like an octagon building out of tarps oh, in between the other buildings.
0: That's cool.
1: Yeah. So I I do have access to a guy that gets uh, like cut off two by sixes. at oh, It's a it's a, a place where the, like when they put them on and he, they cut off the two ends uh-huh. so end up to be like seven foot eight. When it's done, and I'm like, I don't that's care, but it's, it's still taller than me. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so I make all the money. buildings
1: based on that, you know. it's really oh, simple. Man, awesome. But uh, it, it's the most economical thing to do. when need to chainsaw, the tarps up. Now, people have got tires and put them in in the woods, and that's fine if it's your own property. You want to do that? You want to build something out of tires? I have a they fill with water. Things. They start yeah. to breed mosquitoes. The yep. yards like that. So it's like, eh. Yeah. That's like an iffy thing at best. Now,
0: these tarps seem like the way to go.
1: (laughs) And one other thing to think about, too, is like pallets, but not screwing them fast to trees. Pallets, stack them. Okay. And then you can take one of those really thin tarps and put them over the pallets. And. You know, you make a, pi- a pallet pa- pile about four foot high, like about six pallets, and then you put a tarp over it and staple it fast, whatever. That's a solid barricade that you could even just move, take it apart, and move it to another spot. Yeah. Right? So they will rot eventually, even with the tarp mm-hmm. on and stuff like that. But it's just just another thing to do. But the tarp is the easiest thing. And if you have like a set of like three trees in an area, you mm-hmm. can make like an L. Yeah, by or just put it between two, or, and put another one somewhere else. And I'm like, it, it's really easy to mess with with people by changing up the layout of the field. Real yeah, long,
0: it's really cool. Um, so I think about like cutting windows. So me if it's a good idea, um, I just got some you know gorilla tape. i was just gonna tape up where I cut the holes so the tarps don't rip anymore.
1: Here's a here's a good thought to do. Uh huh. Make all your windows one by two, one okay. foot high, two yeah. foot wide. Okay. Cut them right, like on the, the, the you know, you can mark it off with a marking pen or whatever you want to do. Okay. Cut it in half first and then okay. cut down each side. Then, oh. the, then, then you got the flaps that you can fold up and tape off and double tape your corners. Yeah, yeah. Like run run a tape up flat and then off to the side and Mm -hmm. maybe even push one in there. If the corners are solid, it'll be great. You can actually cut the thing right out if you want, but Mm -hmm. I always leave that flap up there so that even if I want to like staple it together, you know, get a regular staple gun and staple it up there. Now, in the one section I have, uh, I actually had an old uh, building part on this one tree mm-hmm. it was one of the original pieces and it's like a piece of concrete because I used treated treated lumber at the time yeah. it's monstrous oak tree and I come out of that and I put a screw a screw eye into that wood that was sitting there and then I made a collar for around another tree and put that and put the screw eye into the collar instead of putting it into the tree I've been doing that a lot now because yeah, that. you to 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 make, color and that you know, it doesn't damage the tree, and you can still build some really solid structures out of it. But you know, that's lumber you gotta buy and stuff like that. Yeah, and tarps and paracord are a hell of a lot cheaper.
0: They <laughs> <You know? laughs> <You> are, man. <laughs> I'm just glad I have a woods to to play in. The only thing is the damn ticks, and got a lot of poison ivy and poison oak. I'm trying to work on getting rid of.
1: Now I, I got the, uh, excuse me. I got the deep woods off. Uh, yeah. I always buy, you know, La squad always buys it. I always buy like four or five bottles of that. And everybody sprays up before they go out. Mm-hmm. And I make sure everybody, you know, is not wearing shorts. They're wearing full. Coat. <laughs> and you know, if they want to wear full sleeves, that's fine. If not, you know, spray your sleeves up, spray your hat, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, the poison ivy, if you don't want to spray any chemicals in the woods, which I would recommend not to do, uh, if you got any poison ivy that's in the sun, get some Clorox. Okay. okay and mix it 50 50 with water and uh-huh. spray up stuff with Clorox. Okay. And if it's in the sun, it'll just rot right down.
0: Yeah. And
1: the Clorox bleach and water, it's not going to hurt. The, the property, you know, mm-hmm. the land or anything like that, because, like, where I'm at, I've got a lot of water running all over the place, so, mm-hmm. like, I never wanted to put weed killer down, but I would actually spray, like, the Clorox water, and it would, long as it's in the sun, if it's in the shade, it ain't gonna do shit. It yeah, would, yeah. The Clorox on there, uh you know, with the water, and it'll be on the leaves, and then it'll heat up, and it'll absorb it, and it'll just dry right up, so. Okay. It's it's a, it's a uh, animal-friendly environment friendly type way to try to kill some of the horse. Yeah. Right?
0: Okay. See I just I've just been gearing up and hacking at it with the weed whacker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only problem with Ted you start blowing it around, you end up getting it all over Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, I mean it gets so overgrown though. You know, see see I have like I if I don't if I don't get out there that's the other thing though. I need more help keeping the field maintained. Cause you know, if I'm not out there at least like every other weekend, weed whacking something like it gets way out of hand. Oh, definitely. Even in the woods, it's crazy.
1: Well, see the compound area. I can actually get my mower up there mm-hmm. and the way I have the buildings laid out, I have a nice and straight line so I can just run the mower up and down about 20 passes. And I'm done.
0: That's sweet. And
1: of course I can't cut the grass inside the building. So I just leave that for people stomping it down, whatever. Um, so I don't, and I really don't run with weed whack or anything like that inside the buildings. Now, as far as the woods, um, I have a lot of, a lot of pine trees and stuff like that. So we okay. got a lot of pine needles and stuff. Yeah. And we have a lot of, you know, areas like that. Now where I do have open areas where it's more mostly ferns and stuff like that, you know, that does get kind of high, but we stomp it down pretty good. If you have a regular like day that people come out in a, day, a regular area, they'll keep it stomped down pretty good. Cool, cool. But yeah, getting mean, help, like, it is a big is a big challenge. I understand that because I, as I get older, I keep asking for help, and I do get a. We have build days where all yeah, yeah. the guys out, and they'll like help me clean stuff up and do stuff like that. So, you know, we just recently tore down the last two oldest buildings that we had in the compound. One was from two thousand. 10 and another one was from 2012. That was the last two buildings that I had in the compound that were like old. Yeah. We put up tarp buildings to replace those. So, you know, I had the guys there. They helped me cut the stuff down, cut it all up, haul it away. And we actually cut the stuff up and made piles in the woods. Out of the old buildings and they'll eventually Rot down and you know they'll, Like little brush piles and stuff like that sure. We make a little like fighting positions Out of them because that's the best way to get rid of the, the old lumber rather than burning it or something like that you know yeah. But it, you know if you get A crew out I bet if you advertise and say Hey we're having a build day or a cleanup day Or something like that once a month whatever I guarantee you if people Like the field they're going to come out and help you
0: I mean, I did have two of my buddies come help me this past weekend with a couple of my tarp buildings. But, you know, those are the usually the two guys that come help me do everything. <laughs> Everyone else just wants to play. <laughs> so do you have like a team that you're on? Or? Uh, I am on a team, but uh, I just joined that team and it's with a bunch of younger guys. So, you know, I'm uh, working on meeting their parents and everything before I invite them out here. But uh you know, when uh, oh, you say younger guys, how much younger? <laughs> so the youngest one is twelve. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think the oldest one on the team is like sixteen. So I'm like the old guy on the team. I'm only twenty six. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I just clicked with those guys at at uh, you know my my home field, uh, OXCC, shout out Outdoor Extreme, Chesapeake uh, City.
1: Well, you'll you'll be you'll find that like if the parents find out that you're a cool guy and they the kids are there they're having fun they're taken care of nobody's getting hurt you know the rules are there parents will be all over this they'll say hey you know I'll drop them off and like you have a good time out there and everything like that you yeah. start to get a reputation that like hey you run a cool field don't take no crap off people and you know you come there you'll have a good time there's no drama. You know, you know, people will start to come out. People will come there, and you might have a good, a good crew coming out all the time.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm so excited for. Because, like, how many, it's, how many
1: people do you think you could hold on the field without it like being overrun? Um, like,
0: I mean, I, I I live on a hundred acre farm, so if I wanted to run like a whole ass like little mini milsim, I could, I could probably run like a hundred people out here you know maybe even more but you know i wouldn't want to do that cuz that'd be ridiculous but like comfortably uh, i'd be really happy with just like 20 people including me you know what i mean that would be really fun that would be really fun with my setup cuz the main field we play in is probably maybe 3 to 4 acres big you know it's like a long stretch of woods it's it's a uh, maybe 75 yards wide and then three to 400 yards long. And then we also play out an open field next to it, but it's just an open field and uh, it has a couple of the, the permanent structures I was telling you about out out there. So we we, we play night games. It's fun to play out there um, because there's nothing to trip over and no trees to run into. (laughs) And, uh, and you don't need a whole lot of cover. At, at at night, you can use the the night as your concealment. So it's fun to play out there at I, night. But uh, you know, night games it's usually like three versus three.
1: Yeah. So well, it just my I, guys I have been get grouping recently in getting into some night games, like in the local field is now having uh, open play night games, mm-hmm. and like a couple of our guys went up to check it out, and they had a blast. It's no night vision. Yeah. Tracer unit. That's the only requirement. Okay. Okay. Have a tracer unit and tracer babies. And I'm like, he said, it was so fun just watching all these white light, you know, those green lights yeah. red lights going all over Yeah, He said it was a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun playing that day. So like,
0: it's, you know, it's real
1: fun. I had one night game. No, we actually did two. I have power run to various areas in the, property. Oh man, that's sweet. So I I got these little clamp on lights and I put 40 watt bulbs in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, there was like one, two, three, four, five spots that had these little 40 watt, watt bulbs in there on the property. So you could like sneak up to them. And like if somebody walked in the light, you could shoot at them and stuff like that. So it was a lot of fun. And he, the one guy had this big, massive flashlight that he used to turn on and like illuminate half the field. And like oh so yeah.
0: That's you know, what we that's got. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, I think my flashlight, I got it right here. Actually this one, uh, it's like 1200 lumens.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: It's pretty bright. I mean, it's, it's pretty bright. I can uh, break my camera oh yeah but uh yeah the night games are we we don't run tracer units just because you know we don't play night games that often but when it gets hot like when we're playing in august we almost like don't even want to play unless it's a night game just because it's it's so hot man it's brutal it gets i don't know sometimes here in maryland like it gets over 100 degrees well, that's another thing too. Plus humidity
1: to think about. Even though it's a, an expense that you pay for, having like a case or two of water just oh yeah, so the guys hydrate. Like that's one of the things. Like the, our team, we pay dues, and like we we have we actually grill or we order pizza or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that, yep. that money also goes toward like getting uh, water for the field and other things that we need there. You'd be surprised. Even when it's cold out, we got we make sure that we hydrate. And yeah. you know, somebody passing out on the field because they haven't been hydrating. You know, yeah. So, see, that's another thing. where like, if you if you get a group of people coming out there, let's say you get twenty people coming out, like whenever, how often you play, mm-hmm. and you say to the guys, you know, here's a donation jar. Please give a donation. Somebody gives you a buck. Another guy gives you a five. Another guy gives you a ten. Another guy gives you two bucks. You might be able to cover like the expense of getting more tarps, the water, stuff like that, getting the waivers printed up, the ink, stuff like that.
0: You know, I wouldn't feel as bad about going out there at the weed whacker by myself.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> if people realize the, the, the field is free. There's a lot of acreage, you know, like it's a good time. There's a rule set. Everybody's, you know, having a good time. And all you're asking is like, if you want to donate to the field. And I have a guy that wants to, that gives me 20 bucks a month. And I said, why do you keep giving me 20 bucks a month? He said, well, he said, that helps defray the cost. He said, you never ask anything for our team to come out there. And he said, I give you $20 a month. That at least makes me feel better when we come out to play. Yeah, and I said, okay, you know, and it's up to you. And it's really easy to do. Like, say you start a, a page for the field or something like that. You could actually put a little link on there to a PayPal account or whatever, yeah. or, email or whatever, and say, Hey, if you'd like to donate to the field, here it is. Oh, yeah. Have a little jar when you come there. You know, you don't have to be like nasty about it and say, hey, I want to fight all this to come play here. <laughs> if you want to donate something, I really, really would appreciate it. You'd be surprised how many, how many people would say, hey, that's cool. And maybe you get the parents on board. Oh, we're going to send our two kids over there, and we, we get them 10 bucks so they donate to the field every time they come over there. Because it's like they're going to be with you for like two, three hours. <laughs> oh,
0: you're a half fucking half babysitter. Hours. <laughs> oh, man. Man, so really the only thing I was worried about is some asshole or a Karen trying to sue my dad. You know, for well, see, that, them breaking their ankle or something.
1: Well, see, that's the thing with the waiver. Like, yeah. even though, like you know, if you want to do one, one a year or if you want to do one every time somebody comes out.
0: You do that every time one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Even though it's a bit of a pain in the ass, you'll get a record of this person coming out. And then, like, he comes out three times, like I said, and breaks his leg on the fourth time. Uh, that's not your fault that he did that. Yeah, but he knows the think about, think about this, too. You have a touch football game in your or or you have a football game on your front yard. And your one guy invites a friend over and his friend comes over and busts his arm. Now, is your friend's buddy going to sue you cuz he busted his arm playing football? You know, that would be a bit of a dick move, but technically he could. But he assumed the responsibility of playing that sport mm-hmm. as a contact sport. And, you know, there wasn't a signed waiver and all that other shit, but I'm like, if you have a waiver, at least it gives you that little bit yeah. of a blanket because the cost of insurance for an airsoft field is astronomical.
0: That's why I'm like... Been scared to even look into like because i don't even like i don't want to run a business like i'm already running a business basically like i help run my my family business and uh that takes up uh, plenty of my time and you know i want to put the rest of my time into my family and airsoft but i'm not looking to d- do business with airsoft like it's not my thing like i it would make airsoft not fun anymore like i tried doing the whole filming thing making playthroughs and stuff and i got a shitload of footage and uh you know I got tired of, of making sure my camera's on or I stopped recording so I can record yeah. later and yeah. editing like, oh, my God. Like I when, I don't have time to work, like clean my barrels like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the thing of it is, too, once you get it, it like to like a, a like a feel and you want to get insurance and the whole nine yards, the insurance requires you to have certain things like you Mm -hmm. have to have a bathroom yeah two two uh, men's and women's bathrooms or two job johnnies, and like you got to have a a a phone to be able to call people that can be able to use for an emergency you know there's all these restrictions you have to have parking so far away from from the staging area you have to have a safe staging area you have to have an area uh, there was all these rules and regulations i i was a ref for uh about two years at a local indoor arena, mm-hmm. but this is indoor. So it's a lot of different. And he was three fifty with two fives. Um, and they were charging him $1,100 a month. Wow. But he could allow, like, I think it was the minimum age was 14. Okay. Or maybe it was 12. I can't remember. I thought it was 14. Maybe it's 14, but four, no, it was 12. I'm sorry. It's okay. 12. So you could bring a 12 year old kid there. And his insurance would cover all that stuff. And then, you know, he had to have refs. He had, you know, had to have barrel bags, you know, yeah, you know yeah. all these rule sets you had to go through. And he made me the head ref because I had the loudest voice. And when <laughs> I said, you know, I would talk to these guys and I would be, and you will do this or that. And nobody messed up. You know, we always had a good time. He just ran out of money. Because $11 yeah, a month, yeah. you, know, you, you know, you think, oh, Airsoft Arena, you pull in like 20 people. And he was only open like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then he was only open Friday, Saturday, Sunday because he couldn't keep, you know, people there. So then he's only open Saturday and Sunday, you know, and you yeah. get like 40 people a night at 20 bucks a head. You know, you're just not making enough oh. to cover all the expenses. He had the rent, he had the, 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 uh, insurance. He had to pay the refs, even though they're yeah. half you know, of nothing. But you, and then you had all the other incidentals like BBs and shit like that. So running a field, a professional commercial field, is a lot of money. It's not what I'm looking to do. Okay. <laughs> so having a having a like a, a friendly place that you can come and 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 have a good time with, that's fantastic, you know. And you vet the people. Now, I I do know a place that's, you know, with the pandemic, they closed down. That was the end of that. He would let anybody and everybody come there. No chrono, no nothing. He allowed them to wear mesh goggles, mesh face fields. And like the one guy was out there with just glasses on, regular glasses. And he said, These are, yeah, just like those. And I said, He said, Yeah. And he said to me, impact resistant i said it doesn't matter i said you're gonna get a bb in your eye like, ah, it doesn't bother me and i'm like it doesn't bother you oh, we went like there,
0: you're blind
1: we went there twice and i i the first time i went there it was cringe so bad and like there's guys shooting <sighs> the place and like you know doing stuff and i'm like the one guy i said to him he wanted to have a sniper game. And he said, oh, I, I'll go out. I'll be a sniper. I said, what do you mean? What, your M4? He said, yeah. He said, I'll only shoot semi. I said, well, what's the what's FPS on it? He said, "Oh, well, I don't know. I said, <laughs> I, I actually brought my chrono. I said, let's try it. He was using 282, shooting 430 with two eights. Holy shit. That thing is a sniper. And I'm like. I said I I forget what it was. It was like 1.9 joules or one, two point some joules. And the next, very next game, he was on my team, and he's shooting full auto at people like 40 feet away with that. Oh
0: my god!
1: I said, "That's it. That's the last time we're coming here." I said,
0: "Yeah."
1: And they would come out to my house. That group and. You know, I was always 400 with 2.5 or 1.86 joules, uh-huh. and full auto and 25 rounds a second was the max you could do. Yeah. These guys would come there and I'd be like, they'd, they'd shoot it. And I'm like, they barely make chrono. And they go to shoot full auto. And I'm like, they're shooting like 28, 30 rounds a second. I said, well, you're limited to semi for the day. Oh, yeah. I said, yep, that's it. Semi. And there's so many guys that brought guns there. And they said, they didn't make chrono. I said, you can't use this today. So what? Well, what am I going to do? I'm sorry, you knew the field limit. I said you can't use it, so they'd have to borrow some or they're using the pistol for the day. But uh, people got used to it, Sorry. That. but <laughs> hey, you gotta have your FPS limit, you that stick to it, and people you can't like budge from it. If somebody comes there and the FPS limit is 400 with two fives and they're shooting 405, sorry, you can't use it. I don't you understand. Don't with it. No, you won't. Man. That's the problem. You won't. You'll forget. You'll shoot somebody point blank at four hundred five fps, and you'll hurt somebody. So
0: yeah, I, I don't get that. Like, why? Like, would you want to get shot with that? Like, are you going to let somebody fucking shoot you point blank with with your five hundred fps gun? Like, <laughs> like I don't. I don't. Like, why do you want to shoot that hard? I can understand like your DMR, yeah, you know, or a sniper.
1: Your but, like, Yeah.
0: Like i like I don't like why do you want to hurt somebody? Well, playing the, 40 a game. Mic,
1: the 40 mic, the guy brought, he had like four of them, uh, four of the <laughs> shells on his gear, and he had the little yeah. launcher. Yeah. And he said, what do you think about the 40 mics? I oh, can't use them. He said, oh, they're not that bad. I said, let me have it. I said, how far do you want to get away from me? He said, oh, he said, you get like 20, 30 feet. They're fine. I said, oh, go over there. That's about 40 feet. I shot him in the back. I said, "How's that feeling?" Oh, "I fucking
0: hurt." I said, mm-hmm. "That's why we're not using them." So. Damn straight. Damn <laughs> straight. That's kind of the rule we do here too. You know, uh, before I got the chrono, I was like, "Hey, you know, let me shoot you with your gun." Yep. And if yeah. you think it's okay, then all right. right, well, we'll rock it. And when we we play with the kids, and we do like a little bang bang rule with them. Uh, we say for them, you know, hey, like, shoot me. Like, if you're going to get me, shoot me. I'll bang, bang. I'll bang, bang you. Uh, <laughs> that gives me a little bit of an advantage, but uh, I want you to shoot me. And uh, uh, I don't know. Just
1: that's well, something to try. We we shoot each other, too. And like, if you have somebody dead to rights, you don't dump a mag in them. You can even oh. just like you can if you catch somebody off guard, you come up behind them. Yes. We say surrender or die. Now, you can surrender, or you can turn around and try to shoot the guy. And then once you do that, all bets are off. Everybody's shooting everybody. We've Mm -hmm. had actually guys that, like, would come up to somebody and say, surrender or die, and they could spin around and start shooting at each other. They'd end up killing each other. It's a lot of fun, you know, oh, yeah. stuff like that. But I found that over the years, the bang, bang rule, you know, was abused by a lot of people on different fields. Oh, yeah. I never wanted to have that anywhere there. So I tell people we shoot each other, you know, don't over, don't unload a full mag on somebody. If you got them like two feet away mm-hmm. and if, if you got them dead to rights, and you don't know if they'll feel it in their backpack, pop two in his butt, pop two in his foot, you know, yep. like I used to do that all the time, come up on somebody and have them like dead to rights they're only wearing like a little baseball cap and I don't want to shoot them in the head and you know, they only got a t-shirt on and I'm like oh, no, I'll shoot them in the boot. I shoot them <laughs> in the top of the boot, and they're like, oh geez, what, oh, and, and I got them, I'm like hey,
0: yeah, <laughs> yep. like have some dignity
1: <laughs> yeah, I never I never was in it to like put thousands of rounds downrange on somebody to try to hurt them. And I'm like, that's, that's
0: what ruined paintball for me. When I was a kid, I, uh, I played paintball probably from when I was like 10 to 12. And, uh, the last time I played, man, uh, I got to the point where I was playing with my older brother's team. It was yeah. like four dudes and they never like actually went and played any events or anything. But uh they'll use me as their little target practice basically. And uh I finally got to go play with them when uh, my brother wasn't there. And uh so it was like two guys that were like, they were actually like decent. Like they were really into paintball. And then yeah. there was this stoner kid who just like happened to have a paintball gun and would play with them sometimes. So they stuck me on the team with him. They didn't even like want a challenge. And uh, they play with their fucking guns cranked all the way up too. like whether we didn't have chronos like I didn't even know what a chrono was back then. And uh, so immediately he's got like a big afro, the guy on my team. So immediately, <laughs> as soon as we go, first cover he runs up to, they paint sprays in his hair and like, you're out, you're out, you're out. He's like, oh, OK, I guess I'm out. And uh, so they're just both bl- 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 unloading on me. And I'm just stuck behind this piece of cover. Like I'm trying to peek and get the one guy and I can't see the other guy. And uh, my teammates start screaming, run by. And I'm like, I didn't even know what a drive by was when I-, <laughs> when I was that age. So I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And I peek out again and I see the guy, one guy running. So I'm like shooting at him. And next thing I know, here comes... A buddy fucking like, like literally like five feet away from me. He's like, Blu-lu-lu-lu. he shot me like five times all straight in the same spot, like in between my ribs. And yeah. I don't know if it's just because I was a little kid or what, but like it literally knocked the wind out of me. And oh, I was, was bleeding <laughs> and I could like, oh my fucking God, I was done with paintball after that, man.
1: <laughs> I did. I used to what what was a, that guy think really thinking? nasty oh, bruises on me too. It, it, I'll tell you what, it was, it was, but we used to go crazy. We'd spend like a hundred, $150 on a weekend Yeah. playing paintball, you know, oh, yeah. I'm like, you'd come home and Monday morning, go to work. And they'd like, you know, side of my neck's got a black and blue and yellow spot on it. <laughs> I got big bruises on my arms and on, you know, like on the front of my chest. And the guys, what the hell happened to you? Getting a car wreck or something? <laughs> I'm playing paintball. Oh, okay. <laughs> Now, that's something you don't hear stigmatism on that. If someone says, oh, you know, what were you doing? Do you- why are you wearing camel? Like we'd go to a, like we'd stop in after a game or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we have camel on and the waitress would say, what are you guys hunting? And it's like, no, we're playing paintball. And my buddy will look at me and say, why did you tell her we're playing paintball? I said, because they hear that and they're like, oh, OK, mm-hmm. you say airsoft. They've heard negative things or they don't know what it is. It saves a lot of abuse just say paintball. Oh, You're yeah. like, oh, okay. And they just, like, keep going and don't say a thing. Because my buddy did that once. We went to one of these restaurants coming back from New Jersey. And he stopped there. And, uh, look, you know, we're in our, our camel. And the waitress says, uh, so what were you guys out hunting somewhere? I do My buddy said, oh, we're playing airsoft. And I guess she must have knew what Airsoft was. Or didn't like the way Airsoft was, because man, she gave us oh. such a dirty look after that. And oh, I said to my buddy, why'd you tell her that? I said, Don't don't be trying Or then he'll get somewhere and say, Airsoft, and what's that? And then he's trying to explain to him realistic weapons do not say that word. <laughs> a realistic <laughs> replica. Like you never yeah. say it look like, Oh, we have realistic we- realistic looking weapons. I'm like, No, no, no. no never no. say that. Never say
0: that. <laughs> they are not weapons, they are toys.
1: Yeah, with the way like Facebook and even Instagram Is now with their like Stuff that when if you say Like gun mm-hmm. or, or I actually had a post taken down Because I had a tracer picture Like the, the Ace Tech Tracer on a pistol Really? And I said oh I got The new Ace I got the new Like flash you know a blink or What was it called I forget what it's called but it's the Flasher that actually does like the muzzle flash Oh I mean, okay yeah I yeah yeah, yeah. Policy it set. What? I violated their policy,
0: and I'm very just, lucky to never deal with any censorship. But it's like even pretty bad in my community, where like my podcast community, where like we're you know kind of conspiracy based and and all crazy woo woo stuff, and a lot of that is is suppressed too. So it's like gun stuff and spiritual slash conspiracy stuff is all the shit that gets like shadow banned and
1: you know censored. I, like you know, forget Facebook. You know you you, you even mention something about like I oh I should get that for sale. Bang the post is nailed. You know you say something. You show a picture of an airsoft gun or something, and if you show pictures of people holding airsoft replicas. Bang slam! They get nailed right away. And I got a mark on Instagram, which I thought, "What the hell?" I've been posting on here forever, and it's like I got a. I showed a picture of a gun, the pistol. Bang! It got nailed. And YouTube, forget it. Like when I was posting some of my like how tos and, and other kind of videos like that, I got so many tagged, and and you know it says, "Oh, you can appeal it." And I had a canned message that I would send. And then they'd release the video again because it's airsoft, and like I said, it's airsoft replica cannot be used for real. Still, it got to the point I had to put a disclaimer at the bottom of every friggin' video that I had. Yeah, it's like it, it drove me nuts with their, you know, all that. And I'm like, that's so ridiculous. I don't like.
0: Why are people so fucking scared of guns? Like, if you know how to use a gun, then you wouldn't be scared of gun. <laughs>
1: Well, it's like the one girl was saying about, oh, like, the Constitution doesn't, the Second Amendment says nothing about ARs. And it's like, it says the right to bear arms because, exactly. you know, an arms, that's a weapon. You know, like, it has nothing to do with an AR-22, a shotgun, whatever. Exactly. It's the right to bear arms because... The Constitution at that time, when it was made, I'm sure we had muskets and stuff like that, flintlocks So they were generally wrote in it like language that. to say right to bear arms. So I'm like, the lady said, "Yeah, there's nothing in the Constitution about having an AR-15." I'm like, "No, you need to say it." The, 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 the flavor of the law. Yeah,
0: I could do just as much damage with my little like ten-round tube-fed. Uh, 22 long rifle, which just oh, yeah. as much as a fucking two, two, three AR, you know, like it's a fucking gun is a gun. Like, I like you said, with those air guns we were talking about earlier,
1: oh, you God.
0: kill somebody with an air, you could kill somebody if you wanted with an airsoft gun, you might have to shoot them a whole lot in their eyeball, <laughs> but like, you know, eventually it'd probably kill him.
1: <laughs> well, the hottest air gun airsoft gun I ever saw was a guy over in Germany uh, had a 700 FPS with two O's, so I don't know what that is, a jewel rating, yeah. but he was shooting it just to see if he could get it that high, uh-huh. and then he was he was a sniper rifle, and he shot it across like this incredible distance, it was like almost 350 feet. God. And he was just hitting a target pretty regular. It's like a man-sized target. So wow. that, that was impressive. But to use that as a regular basis, probably not. You would not use that in a game with anything <laughs> like that.
0: But, uh, you know. Like a 250-foot minimum engagement distance. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like, over, like when I always see these games overseas, when like I was talking to a guy from Spain, uh-huh. they have no FPS limit games. So as hot as you can make your gun, that's as hot as you could use it. Now, I guess they chrono it, and whatever your chrono is, it's like you said—they have this massive uh, minimum engagement distance. Okay. Shoot, but like a no FPS limit is scary as that hell. That sounds
0: terrifying. Yeah, because I've you know I've been hit by a sniper who was following his minimum engagement distance uh, requirement where he was shooting at. But, uh, I was walking out of, uh, it's pretty cool. They have two Chinooks and, uh, I got hit inside of it. I was shooting out a window and I was coming out and the sniper was probably, uh, I don't know, 30 feet away from me shooting at guys that were like a hundred feet away past me. But as soon as I walked out of the Chinook, he was shooting and, uh, you know, I got hit by his, like, 500 FPS sniper, like, 30 feet away, and that bitch hurt. <laughs>
1: and like me, now, because of the rifle that I have, I never went any higher than .32 gram BBs. Okay. Now, my buddy uses .43s, but I, I tricked out his rifle for him. But his big thing is along with me is we try to make a rifle that you can use at every field so yeah. his rifle shoots like 2.1 joules which is a little which is like 490 with two O's okay so it, that way he can use it on any field that he goes to yeah uh, so like everybody has told him that like yeah the BB doesn't hurt but it makes a hell of a whack sound when it hits them <laughs> that was the big thing that like you know, I got the hop up set really good. He's got a, we put a brand new bu- a bucking hop up barrel, the whole nine yards, new spacers, the whole thing. We really tricked the rifle out, but he wanted to keep it low enough so he could use it everywhere. And he also made what he calls a CQB sniper rifle. It's the same brand rifle, but he put a lower spring in it. So it only shoots about 1.45 uh, joules. Is it is it like but a like, short lightning? Like, it's like 400 with two O's. So he said, I could actually take it inside a compound and shoot it at somebody really close. And he says, I, you know, and he, 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 and the, the same setup, you know, got tweaked out the barrel, the hop up the whole nine yards and it shoots really good, but it shoots a lot lower than the other one. I said, he has a lot of fun with it. Oh man. Uh, Like the, the Aries ASO two that I have, the short barrel one. Yeah, I only yeah, got shooting funny. 1.39 joules. I have that with a red dot on it. I don't want to need it <laughs> because I'm shooting close with it. Yeah. Not, I wasn't shooting long distance. It does have some decent range, but I didn't build it to shoot range. I did, I built it, you know, I, I sort of tweaked it out so that I could use it close range. Still that's get a cool. little bit out there with it, you know. For the challenge. hit somebody 30 feet away and not feel bad about it, you know.
0: So, I mean, like, how how good does it feel when you get somebody with one BB? Oh, yeah. You know, that's what, that's what E-Rock, I've been hearing him talking about that a lot. These CQB snipers, these guys who are just too good at
1: indoor, so they get a bolt action. <laughs> it's, a, it's another level of challenge. Like the, the ASO2 has a 30 round mag. So you have 30 rounds, and I only had, like, three three mags with me. So I had a total of 90 rounds to go against somebody that's got, like, 810-pound <laughs> mags. So I'm just trying to put one BB down there and get him before he actually gets me. And shooting a 3-2, you know, even at close range, it's not that bad if I'm shooting mm-hmm. under, like, you know, like a 1.4 joules. I'm mm-hmm. under that limit. So, you know, it, it doesn't really hurt. They'll feel it, but it won't hurt. And it's a lot of fun. It, it's another level of skill you put on yourself to like be able to do that. That's the same thing I get with the pistol too. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I might have an M4 mag on it and stuff like that, but I'm still only shooting a pistol at you at range or whatever. And even though I got them, I surprise people when they when I shoot them with the tweaked out pistols that got the 601 tight bore barrels in there. They got a little bit more range than people think. Oh yeah. I, run, I only run 3 O's in it. And I got fantastic accuracy with them when I I post up. If I'm freehanding it, forget it. I couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. But if I post up and I get a shot at you, uh, I probably could get you with two rounds.
0: I got to check out a carbine kit. I got a a carbine kit for my Glock. And it's so fun, man. Like, it doesn't really add any weight to the pistol. But, you know, now I can throw my red dot on it and shoulder it. And, like, still there's no way. Yeah, I got the HPA tank, but... Man, I'd like it's so fun. It's so fun. I love my you copy. The,
1: like M4 adapter on it too, or yeah,
0: yeah. I got the like- I got the tap adapter though. So I'm hoping no. it holds up. I didn't uh I guess I didn't do enough research before I bought it. I didn't realize that there was other brands.
1: Well <laughs> primary primary arms, I think that's what or is it primary airsoft? I think it's primary airsoft. Yeah, yeah. Uh there was uh, like they had a uh the owner had a family issue or something like that, or, or got sick or something like that. I know they weren't making adapters. I don't know if they're making oh, adapters again, because those were like one of the most phenomenal adapters you could buy. It those are the ones be- that
0: you, yeah, you you like modify your magazine, just screws right onto your, like your yeah. magazine. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 See, this one's the one I got the tap. It's 3d printed. It feels pretty solid, but I'm scared if I like do fall, like that thing's just going to break right off.
1: Well, my original tap adapter that goes on the angel custom drum mag, Uh I've dropped that and broken that at least six, seven times. There's JB well on it. I broke (laughs) off the fitting. I broke off the side. I broke this. I broke that. You know, and I JB welded half the thing. The fill valve on the front of the tap thing, I had to fill mm-hmm. over because it cracked right there. <laughs> so I sort of like put a piece in there and JB welded over it. And then to fill it, I have to actually take it off the drum mag, fill the drum mag, then put it uh-huh. back on the drum mag. It's a bit of a pain. And i the original adapter broke out of it. So I had to make one out of brass fittings that I had. And I'm like, okay, I put that on there. So now that's this big beefy thing sticking out. of it. <laughs> You know, it, it looks a little kludgy, but it feeds that's, and it works like know, a cap. So I said, hey, you know, that's all that matters. Well, now, the primary airsoft one for the M4, that feeds great. I got, I can run one high cap, run like, go to an open play, run like four or five games and never have to put another BB, you know, oh, that's yeah. around high cap. But I'm like, bang, slam. Oh, now, yeah. I love that
0: I can just, I'm, I'm an M4 guy anyway. So I have, Lots of M4 mags. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, why am I not going to get an M4 adapter for, yeah. for my Glock?
1: <laughs> and I'll tell you what I do. Every once in a while, I will run like a couple of mid caps that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have three PTS mags that I got a long time ago that I run that's the only three mid caps that I have for the m4 now so I actually have them nice man. I have a I have an m4 adapter for my shotgun too yeah that is so much fun you bring oh, a shotgun man. out to a game everybody looks at you like what are you gonna do with that and I'm like yes. when you look at this I never set it to six rounds I always put leave it on three rounds okay shoot my two bottom BBs go out forever. Now the one on the top sort of rises a little bit. So I'm like, when and I shoot friend. somebody, I, I'm like, bang, I got three BBs coming at you. You know, I mean, oh, if yeah. it's a little bit lower, I can cover your chest with them. I mean, I'm like, that, that's great. Oh, I can't, I just I go
0: got one. I went to a swap meet. Uh, it was probably about a month ago, maybe a little bit longer at my local field. And, uh, you know, I bought, I bought this gun. I bought a Tavor, a TAR 21 off this guy, and I got the case, the gun, and he gave me this broken, it just, the stock was broken off of it, but it still works. Uh, you know, the tri shot shotgun, man. And, uh, I haven't got to use it yet. I got some shells for it and I've shot it, but I haven't got to play with it yet. And like, uh, I th- I think it's gonna be so fun. Like just, just seeing, like just even having that little bit of spread with just three BBs, like, cause, you know, I grew up shooting shotguns, so it's, Oh my god, it it was so fun! I'm really excited to try it out.
1: Can you put another stock on it, or is it just like totally?
0: I mean, it's busted off. I I I duct taped a buffer tube on there so you have something to hold on to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when you shoulder it, you know, it's duct taped, so it's all wobbly. Oh okay. Um, but you can you can still cock it and you know point it in their general direction.
1: Uh, try shotgun for like a CQB game is fantastic. You'll People, when they hear that rack, I'm like, oh, man, you, you put fear of God into people. <laughs> even if you don't get them. even yeah, if you, man. Get them, you just shoot at them. They're like, oh, man, somebody's got a shotgun. That's what I, I, I love that I'll be walking up to an area, and I had no BBs left. <laughs> okay. And I walked up to a guy, and I had him dead to rights, and he didn't even know I was behind him. And all I did was rack the gun, and he's like, "Holy fuck!" I I "I turned around, and there you are with the shotgun. He said, "Okay, I give up. I I had no babies. I didn't get. Yeah, I couldn't have shot him. He
0: wasn't trying to take three of them, though."
1: (laughs) That that rack in that gun—it's like, oh man.
0: That's why it's the best home defense weapon. Oh okay maybe I shouldn't be in this house. <laughs> I see
1: do you have a falcon grenade on your rig there I see behind
0: you? It's a uh it's the old uh um thunderbee. Oh okay. Yeah, this one expended. But, do you see- man, this look at that. I threw this I used I've used it once and look at my my spoon it's already like bent.
1: Oh, they're going to pop. Them little pins on the front, they pop right out.
0: That's ridiculous. I, how is this not a better design?
1: Well, <laughs> Why is you, this not sturdier? You see the new one that Falcon can come out with now? It looks like a stick grenade.
0: Yeah, I did see that. Are they sturdier?
1: I don't know, but it just seems like a lot of moving parts that you're going to put in there. you got to take the cap off, pull the yeah, pin. The, like, oh, yeah, I was
0: watching much. the EVIC video on it. it didn't yeah, look- there's just... This I, is complicated I, I, enough.
1: Yeah, you, you probably lose the cap on the bottom. You'll lose something else. I can see you lose a lot of parts on that. Now, they actually they have uh, the spring grenades. uh uh-huh. And that looks like a stick grenade, but it's, it's tiny. So I, what I did is I cut off part of the handle, and I put a piece of dowel in it so it makes, like, a longer wooden handle. Okay. Then, like, stained it dark. Yeah, it looks like a stick grenade, but it's still a little spring grenade. You put like twenty BBs in, throw it out, the spring those up. Maybe you get hit with a BB. You don't know, call it good. We do area of effect anyway. We don't. We don't try. Yeah, that.
0: yeah. So that's what I was gonna like ask. Like how? Because like I've been debating on getting those because we we would do the same thing. You know, if you're within ten feet of it, you know, boom, you're dead. Yeah. You know, we were even thinking about getting tennis balls, but you know. That'd be like, once they roll, it's like, do you count it when it hits the ground? Do you count it wherever it stops rolling? So I think it'd be a lot easier to just get those. But then, like, would it? Be, would you hear it? Like, is the spr- are the springs loud enough when it flings open? Sometimes,
1: like, if you throw it in, and, and like, if I throw it in front of somebody, they see that little spring up thing, and they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. what the hell was that? I'm like, that's a grenade. You're dead. Oh, okay. You know, and people, once they've seen it, like, sometimes they might get hit by a BB. They're not really high velocity, yeah. but they, they might get hit by it. Hey, you know what? I have to go to the bathroom, so I don't <laughs> Go ahead, man. Yeah. Or, you want to pause it? Or, or yeah, we
0: can take a break, yeah.
1: I, I just, I'm tr- I drinking all this water from this <laughs> big water container I got here, and, and I, I got to move it out for a little minute. I'll be yeah, back second. Go, a go time. take a
0: leak out. Go take one, too.
1: <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, that was... <laughs> huh? No, I was going to say about the spring grenades, like any grenade, you know, we have guys that have like the bang 22s, we have guys that have blank firing grenades, and everything is area of effect, like 10 feet, no matter what. Now, if you're inside a building and one goes off, everybody in the building is dead. Unless you're outside the building, that's the only way you're safe, so... But yeah, uh, tennis balls are nice, but like you said, they just roll and like say it bounces right next to the guy, but it rolls ten feet, twenty feet away from him. And he looks and sees the tennis ball way over there. It's like, oh, that didn't get me. Mm-hmm. But if you had, a, had you had something like a tennis ball with like a an end in it or something like a piece of wood in it or something like that, so yeah. that when you through it, it just flops and it don't go too far, at least to the show. Now I had a guy that used to take a an empty mag and yell grenade and throw it in the building to get you to run out so he can chew you.
0: That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> I've been thinking about, uh, getting like a Bluetooth speaker since I have these nice microphones and, uh, you know, just recording like me, like walking around outside in the grass or something. And then just setting that somewhere. So someone's like, where, where is like, where is this dude?
1: <laughs> we, the guy used to take and he used to put a, a like a, a little, uh, Cassette player on his back, and uh-huh. he used to play a song, you know, like Ride yeah, like of yeah. the Valkyries or something like that when he's in the field. It was annoying after a while, but he would just like, <laughs> turn it on put various songs on there. And he was into like all different kind of heavy metal too. He used to put some of that stuff on and play it. And, you know, you'd be trying to talk to him and like, hey, you know, well, turn that off. Look we'll at him in here. <laughs> <Turn> <laughs> so you got your M4 there, huh? Yeah, I mean, I just
0: got this thing. I was going to ask you what your uh, what your favorite gun is right now. This is my favorite gun right now. I just got it. It's the uh, KWA uh, ERG.
1: Oh, electronic. So it's, uh,
0: yeah, it's really cool. It doesn't kick nearly as hard as that titman I was telling you about. Like That titman is like, it actually feels like you're shooting something. Yeah. This one just gives you a nice like little bump, huh? little, little bump, you know. it's just it's it's just much more satisfying than shooting a regular AEG.
1: Is that the one where you can take the spring out of the buffer tube to change it out? I think it
0: has a quick change spring system.
1: Yeah, because I, I I it might not be that one. Maybe it is. It, it's I swear the guy took the like the end cap off the buffer buffer tube and the spring come out of there and he was uh-huh. able to change the spring right there. Maybe that's
0: I, I just got it, so I like I haven't took it all apart yet. I did take my old A K barrel and stick it in here. Oh, and okay. uh so now I got it all the way to the end of the suppressor there. And uh, you know, it was just to hear. And uh I haven't chronoed it yet, but I definitely got a little more range and
1: now Putting the longer barrel on there not necessarily will increase your FPS. You might actually lose FPS. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm not sure the the bore on the barrel either, but I did notice, you know, further and more consistent shots. So I'm happy with it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as, long as, there, as long as there's enough air volume inside the cylinder to push, you know, push the BBs out. Uh-huh. So the one guy, I don't know what he, 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 I, he originally had this one gun. and It was only had like about a 300 millimeter barrel and he wanted to put in like a force, uh, 450 in there. Uh-huh. And I, and he put it in there and he went, his FPX actually dropped because he didn't have enough cylinder, air cylinder volume to push the BB out. It would, mm-hmm. it would go out. And then the volume would the piston would start retracting, meaning it would start pulling air in, so Mm -hmm. the BB would slow down as it's coming out of the barrel. Yeah. So, is that got the uh, electronic trigger unit too in it?
0: No, no, it's uh, it has like the inline MOSFET or whatever, so I can still run eleven one in it, but it's it's still got the lame mushy trigger. And Uh if you don't pull the trigger all the way, the gearbox will try to jam up on you. Okay. So that is not what I like about it, but I do like it has. Um, if you do use the proprietary magazines, you can switch them to like thirty rounds
1: if you oh, want okay. to. Okay, so they have the automatic cutoff.
0: But it has the automatic cutoff, and you can slap your old bolt release. And
1: what, what I find the one guy, and I tell this to all the guys when they're shooting, the one guy he he like had an old. I mean, this was like an old Colt M4. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, he must have had this thing like ten years. <laughs> and he, you know he said you know it's kind of he said if i don't press the trigger right he said, sometimes i gotta switch it to full auto and back and everything i said shoot double tap every time even if you got a guy dead to rights put two rounds in him because that'll keep the gearbox moving and like if you do my one buddy he's doing that he's shooting once and waiting to see what happens i said put two rounds down yeah. right. i said go two rounds two rounds two rounds i said because if he calls it after the first two, you can stop. If he doesn't, you got two more coming down there. And <laughs> you know, if he still doesn't fire after after you shoot him six times, move on to somebody else. Shoot somebody else because like, he's not going to call it. Oh, so. yeah.
0: So this is a question I've been asking. How do you feel about like iron sights? I uh, I, I didn't like them for the longest time because my Face bro, I couldn't use them, and uh, so now I've gotten uh, you know like a cloth face pro with the like ear protection oh like actually i can actually yeah yeah and i can actually get like a cheek weld and
1: uh you know i don't mind iron sights now well the old the old um, ak sights you know with the lever in the front and stuff like that Mm -hmm. the one guy had that everybody had like you know like hollow sights on it or small little like red dots or whatever and the guy gave me his AK to use for the day because mine broke or whatever and he said yeah it only got iron sights on it I said, that's fine I was wrecking people with the iron sights because actually once I got it adjusted where I knew where I was going to shoot I'm like I was wrecking people with it I'm like if you get used to shooting with the iron sights after shooting real steel with iron sights Mm -hmm. it should be no problem okay I, I, I know a guy and I always laugh when I see him do it he puts the rifle on top of his shoulder <laughs> and he's I'm shooting by looking down mask. the side of his rifle. And I'm like, Oh man, you're getting so many bad habits doing it that <laughs> way.
0: I'll admit like, uh, cause I, I have the, like the Falcon paintball mask and that thing, like the gun, it like, like it, it sits like, this is as close as you can get it to your face. Cause that's how that's far correct. the mask sticks out. So you have to have like this giant riser. You have to kind of put the gun on your shoulder yeah. and uh and shoot it sort of canted to even look down your red dot and uh so that was that was you know my question i guess it depends on your face pro Wasn't
1: well that's it? why that that new gene g1 excuse me that they they made up for cqb with the, oh, like, with the drop set, stop. yeah yeah they said that goes down it'll fit under any face pro and i'm like yeah that makes sense it's an ugly looking rifle, you know. But it, <laughs> it, it, it makes sense. What's,
0: uh, the SSG or something.
1: Yeah, I, I I forget what it was, but it was like it looked. It had the round barrel. Like
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it looks uh, it almost it looks, looks like, like a paintball it, it marker. Was
1: a, it was a CQB. Had the speed trigger and all that mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The enlarged trigger guard, so you can put uh-huh. like three fingers on it <laughs> to a the trigger. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. That works for me. Hey, I was always a big MP5 fan. I I loved MP5s. Uh, I had all kinds of different... I actually had like the ICS ones. I had like two ICS ones with the quick change. You know, they had the slick gearbox. And then uh, one of the original... uh, Oh, who made it? I can't remember the brand. They actually sold this MP5 with a completely different lower. And it had the contacts, you know, it had the, it was wired to the rear stock. Uh-huh. You, you could actually take two pins out, pull that lower, uh, you know, piece off with the gearbox and everything in it and put another gearbox on it. And they sold it with one 400 with two O's and the one that was 350 with two O's, uh-huh. which they said for outdoors and indoors, it was actually sold like that. And I'm yeah. like... I like I had two of those as well, and they were just like, you could make your two gearboxes up. I made them identical so I could take them to the field, and if I had a problem, strip the piston, whatever, bang, slap two pins out, throw this one in, and I'm like, I was ready to go. Oh, shit. I had like uh, an original G&G electronic blowback, an yeah. Uh That was like a gimmick. I got rid of that right away. You going to just
0: say, how was that one? Because this
1: one, and it's like, it's just a... it, Okay. It, it, it didn't actually get, get any recoil. All you heard was the thing clattering. The you know the, that's
0: what I read about. Like most of the other ones. See, this one, the the bolt doesn't move on it, but like it's got a little hunk of metal in there. Like it, like it'll shake your shake your body.
1: That's why I think it has that heavy piston piece in the stock. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what that has, so that like when the piston is coming back, that's hitting with that yeah that, yeah yeah, is, yeah i think you're it's right in the back there so it makes a difference yeah i like i had g3s i had m14s you know each one had a like special place in my heart and one of my first sniper rifles that i had other than a tm i bought an aries spd single it was a semi-only gun mm-hmm. and that had a 680 millimeter barrel in it
0: 680. How many inches is that?
1: <laughs> oh, that's like about four something. Hey, I just lost your video. But I oh,
0: yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here.
1: Let's see. I don't know offhand what 680 is. Let's see. 680 long. Millimeter. No, I don't know how to spell today. 680 mil- millimeter, two inches. Let's see what it says. Oh, I don't know how to spell today. Let's try this again. M M, I N. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh twenty twenty seven, almost twenty eight inches. Wow, that's twenty eight inch barrel. So that that's massive. That is massive. I uh,
0: I have a twenty four inch bass drum. I play drums. Yeah, and uh, you know, as a circle, that's that's huge. But even just wide across, that's long. That's very long.
1: How, that, that's, <laughs> that's another reason why you look like my squad leader. He plays bass guitar.
0: (laughs) I play that too. (laughs) That was actually my first instrument. Bass guitar.
1: Yeah, he actually makes guitars now too. He actually, that's his new hobby to make guitars. So he's been making a whole bunch of different ones that he's messing with. And like he stains the wood and does all this and does the bridge work and all this other stuff. There are some really nice stuff that he's made up. but uh, badass. You know. He lo- he likes to play a lot, and he's got his daughter playing piano, now, so they'll get they'll get together and have a good jam session. So
0: that's cool. I'm trying to get my son to play drums, but uh, you know he'll be four in August, so <laughs> I think give I got a him time. Time. give <laughs> a little time. Give a little time. I'm trying to get him to play air. So no, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, lost, we do play a little your, nerf I, I lost your
1: video. Was that?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pop back up in a second. Okay. I got a little something going. on.
1: Yeah, the favorite rifle though uh, of all time has to be the MP5s. Uh, like I had all the the original. I still have my original TM MP5 RAS. They made one uh, MP5 with a metal front end, which is rare. And I'm like, it came with the 250 uh, round low caps. And you I'm do like, the that was, a, that was a do the HK slat. Yeah, oh, that thing, it wouldn't last. You do, like, a couple of stops. <laughs> oh, would man. it probably break right off. <laughs> yeah, one
0: of the, one of the- That's one of the guns I haven't gotten yet that I've been, like, dying to get because I'm really glad I got this TAR-21 because, this tar like, I've been wanting to try a bullpup for a while, but I didn't want to spend the full
1: price on getting how's it one. How does it work with your M4 mags? Do they feed out of it?
0: Yeah, yeah, like all the ones I've tried so far, like it, it's like one of the best guns I have for feeding
1: like all of my magazines I've tried so far have fed in it. Um, the, the, the original Tabor, um I, yeah, I think Aries made it, was so picky about mags. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't run, there was only certain mags, like the ones that came with it, it ran, and uh-huh. it came with two mags, which was fine. But any other mag you try to run it, man, it had such a hard time with it. And it, I don't know if it was the way the, you know, the mag was or whatever, but the newer ones, it seems like it's fine.
0: I mean, and, I got to say, go on, I'm sorry.
1: No, I, no, I said, like, I, and that has a quick change spring in it, too. Oh, nice. The cars do. So, like, that is awesome.
0: That is like, especially if you are an indoor and outdoor player, you know, or even like some CQB fields, if they are outdoors, still require the, you know, lower jewel limit.
1: The good thing about it, too, is like if you go to a field that's like 400 with two O's or go 400 with two fives you know, like one eight six versus one point five joules. Uh-huh. You might be able to switch the spring up on, you know, with a simple click, click, bang, slam, I'm done. I'm down to where I gotta be now. So yeah, that, that's cool. I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, I would not want to show up to a field and be like, yeah, you uh you can't play. And especially uh-huh. if they don't at least have like a rental. Like <laughs> I did I had to do that before. Uh it was cool. They had like Tipman HPA, like the 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 stock is the tank. Yeah. And uh you know the hop up was beat but like it was still pretty cool trying out the gun but you know I only had one battery when I first started my battery died like halfway through the day. And I was like, "Well, I I still want to play airsoft, man, so I went and got yeah. the rental."
1: Well, I know the one paintball place that's down by us uh it's about like I said it's about 2 hours away. They started doing uh Airsoft rentals now, and like mm-hmm. you said, the t- it's the tank stocks on them. Uh, I swear they're a Falcon brand, a Falcon make Falcon ASL or something like that. Or okay. I, I I know it, they're all they're big Falcon fans down there, so I think it is a Falcon version of it. But they set all of them up uh, to make sure that they were all under like 1.5 4.5 joule, so they're yeah, all yeah. under four hundred with two O's, And I'm like. You get a rental kid comes out of there with that, and he's like afraid of the thing shooting, and he shoots it once. Pop! I'm like, shoot a couple times. It's nice though. They give them two high caps, and they'll fill the BBs up for them. To, oh, go back in the pro shop, they'll fill both of the high caps up, and you can go back outside. And I'm like, that's an awesome. That's an awesome thing for a rental. Like that if, is really awesome. Beats out like having an AEG, even if you got a decent one. Yeah, you know, yeah. An HBA yeah. rental with the onboard tank like that all the time, and then like if Dude, the kids, it's oh, cool. it's not firing. Oh, you're out of air. You fill it. Yeah,
0: up. exactly. You, that's you cool. know. With an AEG, you know. You don't know what the hell's wrong with it. <laughs> but no, they just give it, they just give you uh, one high cap and a bottle of BBs. Oh, you on your way. <laughs> oh, that's
1: what, what did they charge for a rental package like that?
0: So uh, they, I think they went up a couple bucks. But when I when I got it, it was uh, twenty dollars for just the pass to play all day but then it was like 30 bucks for the rental
1: yeah
0: um but uh they had a, they have a couple rental packages where you know, you know some include bbs some don't and so i might only paid 25 for for my rental because i already had you know bbs and i didn't need a mask because i had you know i just needed the gun
1: but yeah it'll run you it'll run you around 50 bucks well, the one guy's got uh, the paintball place that we go to, and he, he, he has Airsoft open place, but he doesn't have any rentals. And he's thinking about going rentals, and he said, geez, I don't know what I should charge for the gun. What should I include, this and that? And he's, like, going to do a package where you get this little chest rig with three mags and, like, the gun, and then you have to buy BBs, like if okay, like, okay, you have yeah, your yeah. own BBs and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't, I think they're high caps, whatever. But it's like a Falcon setup that they uh-huh. gonna do, and they're all AEGs. You didn't want to go
0: yeah, yeah. So, th- okay. So Falcon, Falcon was try to do deals with fields because that's where uh, I won a Falcon ASL at the CQB field down in Delaware. Uh, shout out nine eleven or nine one one airsoft. Um. Yeah, so they have all the the Falcon AEGs. So I don't know. I guess Falcon does deals.
1: Yeah, it's like They 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 sell a, a like they'll offer a mass. The gun, but yeah, it's like fifty battery, bucks. BBs, yeah, you know even Falcon BBs. Uh huh. You
0: know,
1: and Falcon, it's like a Falcon chest rig, like a little thing with a like three pouches on uh-huh. it. And it, they, they make like three or four different sizes. You get like a small, medium, large. And, you know, the the, the large it wouldn't fit anybody in my size, but like they might fit like a regular size guy or something like that. But the small is like made for like a little tiny kid, maybe like 10 huh. years old. You know? Oh, that would be fantastic for him. But I, I, you know, I'd like to see, you know, how that would work out for him. But then yeah, you're I, left yeah, with the AEGs. Between to 50 to 70 bucks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I seen it was cool though. The um the rentals he had, uh they all had like charging stations. So I guess they had some sort of like integrated battery in the stock. Oh, that's something. Nice. Yeah, so that I guess seemed nice. You
1: well, don't have to worry about the one, popping the batteries out and Well the one falcon uh was mechanical and it only shot semi only and it didn't have a battery.
0: Okay, okay. Well these oh I'm these uh these are AEGs. Oh okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. i i know they used to like uh elite force used to have a, a player package they used to offer where you could get the mask it was like a little paintball mask the gun the battery as a player package uh-huh. it would, like because that's what we got for the indoor arena like he bought a 20 player package the gun a battery uh you know come with the charger for each yeah, day, yeah. And, and and the mask and i'm like you know we used to like have 20 guns out all the time in the arena because people show up there. They didn't have nothing. And, oh, <laughs> they try it today, and there was, they broke so many of them damn things I bet, like people fall, you know, it's a concrete floor mm-hmm. and they fall drop on the gun, you know, or drop the, the gun. gun or something like that. They broke so many of those guns. I think when we're, when he finally closed up like two years later, out of the 20 guns, there's only like about 12 left. Yeah, uh, and that were basically working. The rest, rest of them, we had like cannibalized for parts, trying to keep the other ones going. So, yeah. uh, people were hard on the guns mm-hmm. in the indoor arena. So, uh, I'll tell you, like, See, you can beat them yeah. to death.
0: <laughs> I'm not talking shit on speed or indoor arenas here, but it seems like I don't know if it's just because it's like city people versus rural people, but like it seems like there's a lot more. You know, uh, disrespect towards the site and just the other players, <laughs> in indoor arenas than than outdoor, in my experience. You know what I mean? Like
1: well, it depends on your area too. Like, yeah, we were, you know, we had a lot of outdoor fields. So when the guy built the indoor arena, it was a novelty. And like, you had a. a a group come all the time there, but there wasn't enough money to maintain. Yeah. But if you get into a bigger area, you know, like that has like no outside fields, having an indoor arena, people will flock to it. It's just different place. Long as people aren't dicks about it, but. I've been to several places where the players were dicks and, you know, yeah. shot the shit out of you. Yeah. I put 20 rounds in you rather than putting like two rounds in. you. Yeah, exactly. You. Like, Come on, man, you know, and that has
0: been, uh, you know, that's why I don't want to, I don't want to go. I like, I don't want to go. Okay. <laughs> like, I would
1: love to play there like with my group, you know what I mean? But, you know the- that that was one of the things that we had. We you know if you came, you could rent an early session, like for mm-hmm. two hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like parents would go with their kids, and you know people get early to the arena. Oh, can I jump out there? No, mm-hmm. they've got the arena. Your the session starts at four o'clock. They're mm-hmm. out there for you know from two to four doing their thing. Yep. So. Like, don't, if you want to sit and watch them, that's fine, but you can't go out there. So that, that would be the only thing you, you know, you probably could rent an area and go out and then that's a lot of fun. Uh, See, the
0: thing is that gets real expensive because oh, you, yeah, yeah, you can do that. You can do that at my at local field like and it's, it's like, it's like four or $500 for oh, like 10 people. Like I think max 10 people for two hours.
1: Yeah. And it's like, oh, uh, it's not worth it to me. <laughs> well, the thing of it is, too, like sometimes a paintball place will rent out a field, too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, there's always there's always
0: there's always paintball rentals when I when we go to play airsoft. You know,
1: the one guy has a a, party. a a rule that if you guarantee fifty people, you have to guarantee, which means you're you got to pay for that fifty. Yeah, yeah. If you guarantee fifty people, you can have three fields of your choice connected. Of course, yeah, to play on all day. Oh man, that was phenomenal. We That's did. We actually deal. had close to like seventy people there, but I'm like, we got the three fields. We got the Conex container. These like they call them the pipes because they were like on, big, these huge like six foot pipes underground. Okay. Uh, and then we got this little section of woods that were off the side that was connected because we had that many people. Yeah. Yeah. We, we ordered those three fields. We had them for the day. Paintball guys would come by and Oh, can we play in the connect? Nope. We're playing there. That's it. You know, there are fields. Yeah, man. So we were having a good time, but that's, you know, guaranteeing 50 people at like 30 bucks a shot, you know, that's like a lot of money, you know, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of money like that probably wouldn't be the no pay ball place. That's
0: how I was uh like playing in my band. Like a lot of times you had to sell tickets. And yeah. you know, if you didn't sell all the tickets, you still had if you wanted to play, you still had to pay. Yeah. <laughs> luckily we, we didn't have to do that because we had you know enough fans to come see us. <laughs> but you know uh my my guitar player who is a promoter who would you know books shows he's had you know a couple of the local bands screw up and not sell tickets, and he had to pay the touring package out of his pocket, you know that's rough but this uh this brought us, brings it back to why I wanna run my own field because it's so much more fun. I I wouldn't say so much more fun, but like we get to play the games we want to play. You know, we yeah. get to play better games. You know, we play like search and destroy, and like I don't, like any game we want, like so escort games, VIP games, like capture the flag, like all kinds of different stuff, objective based things, like. And at the field, it's always just like we you start off a team deathmatch. And then it's some sort of flag game, Um, whether you actually raise a flag or they have these little PVC pipes that one side's red and one side's blue and you push it to your side. And uh, so it's basically just all flag games. And then they'll do like one game where uh, you have to find this red briefcase and then you have to hold it for five minutes and then you have to rush it back to your spawn. And, uh, and there's one more where, uh, if the one team's attacking, one team's defending, they have to hold one building for like 10 or 15 minutes and then they have to push up and hold one of the Chinooks I was talking about earlier for like 10 or 15 minutes. And then that's a game. It's like a 45 minute game and, uh if we hold them off or the defending team holds them off for the full 45 minutes, they win. But, you know, if they capture both buildings, the attacking team wins or which, you know, whichever other, other way around. And that's it. Like, that's it.
1: Well, are they limited by like what they got on the field or the player, the player base that's coming out?
0: No, like there's always like, there's always at least like, like 30 people, and that's small. Like it's usually like closer to sixty to hundred people. And uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe it's too many people to manage a more complicated well, uh, game. How many do they have? On. On that many people. Uh, depending on how big the group is, usually two. Um, if it's closer to like a hundred people, there's definitely three. Um, but. I, I don't know man it just it just gets like stale because like we play the those same game modes on th- each different map the yeah. same time you know what I mean like they don't switch up the game modes for the different maps we play that game mode on that map and uh it gets, you know you after a while you know it, it gets just kind of like re- just redundant it's like I don't know i would, I, I would lo- like I love the field. You know, don't get me wrong, I love playing there. I'm not talking shit at all. But that's why I want to play at at my house so we can do, you know, the games I want to play. (laughs) And you know, we can use vehicles and shit.
1: Usually the simplest stuff they come up with too might be the might have might have have the much the most fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I said to the guys we bought a pack of these cones red and blue like little small six inch cones. It's supposed to be for like, like going around an area or something like that. So I bought red ones and blue ones. Uh And we have a game where I have four posts on the the one building. You have to put your cones on the building or take your cones off the building and take it back to spawn. Uh Then we have one where you got to take the cones, take another part of the field and the people will get the most cones in the same spot you know, win the game at the end of the Oh,
0: man, uh, that's fun.
1: And it gets intense because we actually have a game where you have to put all four cones around the building on the four posts uh-huh. to win the game. There's like you'll get one cone on, two cones on, you get shot. Can't put the third one up. Then the other teammate comes up there, put their cone on top of yours, and I'm like, you know, it, it makes it interesting. And having the cones, you can just do all kind of different game types. You know? yeah. areas, take them to areas, you know, stuff like that. So
0: yeah, see, I love like just like having like a, like a couple objectives to do. Like I'm I'm trying to come up with a game mode where uh, so since we only have like. 10 people usually like eight on a good day, uh, have like three versus five. And, uh, so it's like a defend the base, but it's like a down pilot kind of thing. Uh, so everyone spawns at the same spot, but the pilots have to like book it to the base and there, there's going to be, uh an LMG. Since I don't have an LMG, I'm just gonna set up my Tipman on uh like a makeshift bipod and we have this little platform you can stand up on so it's you know get you up high and uh you're gonna have to like hold off the base for however amount of time before having to exfiltrate with some sort of package, you know. And uh I'm not sure how we're gonna do respawns yet, but I, I don't know. That just sounds like super fun super fun.
1: What's the what's the most you ever had out on a given day?
0: Uh we had like 12. That's a, pr- that's a lot of fun. A 6 versus 6 that games was are fun. one of the most fun ones we ever had, you know. That was like you could actually use some of your tactics then, you know. Like actually have someone give you some cover fire so you can push up. Yeah. And you know with you can do it with even 2v2 but I don't know it's it's like once you get up to at least like 5v5 that's when it starts getting really fun oh yeah you know and but anything honestly anything above like 10v10 it can start getting chaotic so that's why I want to like keep it limited to like 20 people
1: there is something to be said for every once in a while, having one of those games where you get like 20 some people on the field. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. We actually had the 22 people and we had five versus 17. Oh. <laughs> we, used to, we used to have a place called the wall. It was a big, long stretch of uh, wall material. I had like plywood put up and there was like, it was about 16 feet with a, like, slight pull, uh, L on the one side. Okay. So it was 24 feet with a slight L on the side. Okay. And we put these five people behind there, and we attacked with 17 people. And the idea is, you know, as you die, that's it. You know, no respawns, whatever. Yeah, and yeah, last yeah. The that's in there, he can go out of there and hide somewhere in the woods, so people got to chase him down.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Um, Are there that- any windows yeah, windows. Okay. We had like uh, like camo uh, netting hanging down to try to diffuse the BBs. Yeah. At the, at the time, this was we were still doing full auto in the field. Oh. <laughs> I told the guys we're going to play the game until all five guys are dead. Well, I'm standing there as a ref so that, like, you know, the final guy. I don't want him to overwhelm the guy and just overshoot the shit out of him. <laughs> like,
0: oh, okay, he's dead, he's dead,
1: whatever <laughs> I timed that game. It went on for 45 minutes. Wow. That's awesome. The guys was down to one guy, and he only had one high cap. And all the guys that were dead just threw all their mags, their M4 (laughs) (laughs) mags, and he kept taking them and shooting whatever they had in their mags at the people. (laughs) I didn't care what way how does he have so much ammo? Well, he's using everybody else's ammo. <laughs> and, like, the one guy had a bottle of BBs. He would dump in the guy's eye <laughs> no, like, like, He'd keep using that. And I'm like, they'd be just, like, filling mags up. And I'm like, you know, okay. And it just went on and on and on. And he finally got nailed. And that was in the, the game. That was so much fun. That's but awesome. We do that with our team. We'll always do that Um like to like, it was like a training thing. Cause we do go to a lot of games where you end up where there's only a limited amount of guys and you're getting overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And we like to like trigger discipline, you know, maintain your ammo, sit like that. And we know they're going to die, but you know, you want to take out as many people as you can and try to survive as long as you can. Uh, we do a lot of stuff like that, you know, like make it fun. So people, and then we rotate people and every, every new guy on our team has to get on the wall. Passage. You uh-huh. new guy on our, like you become a new member on the team after a good way to break them Like in. okay you're gonna be on the wall with this guy and this guy i'm like what's the wall <laughs> we'll show you
0: <laughs> man that's awesome
1: but like um our team we we got a lot of like old men <laughs> on the team <laughs> I, I I got some patches made up for uh the guys on a team that are a certain age. Uh, and they say old guy number one through five. <laughs> one. There's like five there's four other guys that are like old guy number two, three,
0: four, five. I've heard me say that on, on track back to Oh shit, that's awesome.
1: But you know, it's like one of the things like we have such a history with all the guys on the team. You know, a lot of these guys have been on the team. There's there's guys on our team have ten year patches. Oh man, there's, that's uh, awesome. Years. Uh, you know, I've got a ten year patch. Um, yeah. I think there's seven of us with ten year patches out of the sixteen. So I'm like, you know, there there's guys that have five year patches that have been with us. And it's like there's guys that two of the guys started out on their own team and their team sort of just evaporated. And we like incorporated them in our team. There's a guy that was on a team down in his area that sort of just went away and he heard about us and we met him at one game. And then he started making the hour and 15 minute drive up to the house, just to come up and play with us. So I'm like, okay, there's another guy moved from Nevada to like up North of us. And he drives an hour and a half to come down to play with us. And I'm like, he thinks it's fantastic. I said, we got all these guys that want to travel long distance to come out and have a good day of airsoft. Because we get there. We have a good time. We make lunch. You know, we'll get pizza. make burgers. We make, yeah, make brats over the fire pit, you know, during the winter. We start a fire. We have a fire pit. Yeah, and yeah. We make brats over the fire pit. And I said, you know, and we even have a, a container and kettle for hot chocolate or tea in case somebody wants it. And I said, you know, like people are used to that. We have a certain level that we like to like do, but
0: got you know, take care of your people, man.
1: Yeah, it, you know, and I think you know that's that camaraderie. You know, we we got rid of any idiots that came on the team. They were filtered out like almost mm-hmm. immediately. We're, we're like a family. We've known each other for years. And even the new guys, we got like two new guys that just started. Like they are so cool, you know, and there's, they, they really like this sport. They're having a lot of fun. They've come out and they're like, Oh, you guys are so cool. You know, we want to hang out with you guys and play all the time and go to oh, a- that's the a- best man. So
0: See, I got I got a couple more of my buddies, you know, I've been I've been telling about Airsoft since I've been playing and uh, I finally got one of my other buddies to come out. And he's like a big video game player. And uh, he was wrecking people just from his like video game knowledge. You know, he knew how to use cover and like transition and everything like he was like he was killing it. And he's like, Dude, this, is, this is fun. Like I want to like call me next time you play I'm like I will
1: <laughs> you'll get two types you'll get one that'll be like they'll come out and they'll be hesitant and they won't want to you know go out or do anything like that until they get hit that first couple of times uh-huh. and they'll either be like oh this is cool oh that didn't hurt so bad or they're gonna be like oh man this freaking hurts I don't want to come out and do this anymore yeah. I've yeah. had both things where the kid come, one Little of my, one of my teammates brothers come out and he played for about an hour and he said, No, this ain't for me. And I'm like, Okay. And he left. And I'm like, It's not for everybody. But then we had other guys that run out and go crazy and get all welded up. And they're like, Oh, this was so cool. This was such a good day. I said, You died like about 15 times. He said, Oh, I had a blast. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Oh, uh, best. To get the two different types come out the field. So
0: I've been trying to get him to, uh, he's only 12, you know, and he, he was, you know, he was playing mostly when he was 11. And, uh, I, you know, we'd sucker him into it, and we you know we we wouldn't definitely wouldn't overshoot, and we'd we'd always try to bang bang him when we could, and give him a chance to you know get us. But you know, we tried to make him have a good time. But he's just like when he would get shot, he's just he said it hurts too much. No. <laughs> so I'm like, come on, boy, you're 12 now. Come on. Well,
1: we played people open,
0: to play with.
1: We played an open play with this kid. All he had was a Glock and one mag. Oh, man. He would come out to the field <laughs> and he would bring a box, like an ammo can, uh-huh. with BBs in it and speed loader. He'd like the, the whistle go off. He'd run out like a gazelle, shoot people, get killed, come back. Run out, come back, fill the mag up again. Then run out. <laughs> I mean, he would run out, get killed. I remember him coming, I'm shooting at somebody around the corner and I'm going back and forth, dodging, trying not to get hit. He comes up behind me. I said, where are they? I said, there's two of them over here in front of me. Boom, no, he's gone.
0: Like, <laughs> he, knew he, he, was says, I he <laughs> says, I got one. He goes back He I got one.
1: He was so dumb But he had one mag first pistol. Hey, and that he, just
0: goes to say, if you want to go play airsoft, you don't have to spend a whole lot of money, you know.
1: <laughs> I remember that he came to a later game, and he actually had three mags then for the. Yeah. And I'm like, there you go. <laughs> and he was carrying the propane tank and the BBs in the little ammo can all the time and I'm like there you go because he'd be filling the mags up with gas putting the BBs in then he'd run out and shoot everybody they'd come back fill all the mags up again like, <laughs> you know he would shoot like half a dozen times at somebody you know and like maybe in once or twice but I'm like he was going through a lot of BBs with that clock he was having a major <laughs> good time with that
0: that's so awesome
1: now I've, I've done that too where I I've, I've come to a, a spot there and this kid had a like he had an AK, and it's one of them ones with those low power electric guns. I mean, it okay. huge, huge, <laughs> and he couldn't shoot like fifty feet, maybe, and that was <laughs> it. So I remember I had the thirty caliber that one day at the at the open play, and he's behind a log there. He's shooting at these guys full auto, and then it's, like it's not really doing much. So I sit here, and I I had enough line on my air tank. I gave him the 30 caliber. I said, you shoot this. Don't let them guys get by you. So he's like, barely pulls the trigger and he stops. I said, that ain't going to do it. You got a whole, I, I, squat <laughs> it. I, said, don't let them get past you," I said. "If they get past us, we're gonna die." So he's just hammering out. He had such a good time. Oh, man. His mother came up to me later and said, "Oh, he had such a good time today." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's." It. I said, "Now you gotta buy him a real airsoft."
0: <laughs> man, that's so cool. I I love like helping people and just making people have a good time. Man, it makes oh, me feel is. good.
1: Oh shit! Hey, yeah, man. What'd you say? It's quarter
0: eleven. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I was about to uh, ask you uh, if there's any any uh, links you wanna or places people can find you. And I'm tired as hell. That's
1: okay. <laughs> I can I can send you the links if you want for like my uh, the Facebook page, yeah, and Instagram and stuff like that.
0: Yes, please.
1: All right. Well, I'll do that after we get off here. I'll, I'll send you on Instagram. Okay.
0: All right. Done. So, uh, you can find you on Instagram at NEPA Airsoft, all one word, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, dot, I had to make a new account because the other one got, like, bam. the <laughs> Airsoft stuff on it. It's, uh, dot. Uh, I think it's NEPA twenty twenty now. I'd have to look at it. To okay, think.
0: yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you're yeah.
1: Right. And, like, on, there's, like, I run, like, four pages on Facebook and, <laughs> stuff like that and there's a YouTube channel that I can send you all that links like that for that okay
0: yes please all right <laughs> Don, it's great talking with you, man. Thank you for the information. I feel a lot more confident now about having nice people to my property. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think, I think, you know, you'll get, you'll start to get a good crowd. You'll get a, a reputation that like, Oh, this is a good place to come out and feel, you know, you feel safe, bring the kids out, you know, they'll have a good time there. So mm-hmm. you get a, you started out right, get a reputation, then you'd be solid. All right. Thank you, Don. All right. No problem, man.